John McCain is again taking shots at President Trump. He essentially said that Obama was a better world leader than Trump. He said America's standing on the global stage was better under Obama than it is today. Is he delusional? Is that why they stormed the embassy in Benghazi and killed a U.S. ambassador? Iran held American hostages, as did Egypt. We needed to bribe Iran to let these hostages out. Russia sensed President Obama's weakness, and they invaded Crimea and Ukraine. The the Egyptian Muslim Brotherhood uh, took control and just did horrible things to Americans there. John McCain actually had to go and bail them out, ironically. Obama was a nightmare. He set this country back decades on foreign policy and, of course, domestic. And meanwhile, many countries have been begging Trump for a seat at the table. That includes China, many others. McCain is a bitter old man. You know what McCain is like? He is like the guy who goes through school, works hard, gets a business degree, gets all sorts of education and degrees, does an internship, you know, goes through the system and then can't get a job or starts a business and the business fails. Then he sees his old buddy who didn't graduate college, maybe didn't graduate high school, who has an understanding innately, inherently of how the business world operates, who opens a business and suddenly it's wildly successful. And it's like, well, wait a second. He doesn't deserve that. This guy didn't even graduate college. He doesn't have all the degrees and all the letters after his name like me. He just does it by gut instinct. And McCain is like, listen, I earned this. I'm a war hero. I served my time in the Senate for all these years. I ran for president. I was the good guy. I'm the guy who deserves to be the president right now. Trump just comes in. Who does he think he is? He just waltzes in, insults everybody. He never, ever goes through the political process. He wasn't accepted by the establishment. He just tweets his way to the presidency. This is not fair. He doesn't deserve this, and McCain resents it, and he is Trump's number one basher. Very interesting. Turning to Israel here for a moment. The Senate, did you notice this, voted 90 to nothing, unanimous vote to recognize Jerusalem as the undivided capital of Israel, and they say that it should remain Israel's Undivided capital. That's right. Remember, uh, the Sean Spicer, McMaster, the Trump administration refused to say that Jerusalem is even in Israel, let alone its capital. Nikki Haley did say that Jerusalem is located in Israel. But amazingly, the U.N. just recently listed a job uh, uh, that's available in its Jerusalem office. And they named the location Jerusalem, Palestine. They said the job offer is in Palestine which is totally outrageous. Uh, Now, here's the question. How are they going to have peace in the Middle East if the U.S. government itself cannot agree about where the capital is of Israel? How exactly are they going to get Abbas and Netanyahu to agree on anything? Another interesting thing happening in the Middle East is that Israel has just agreed and approved a request by Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas to cut electricity that it provides to the Gaza Strip. It's going to cut the Gaza Strip's electricity provided by the Palestinians by roughly a third. Now, they're doing this to try to target and undermine Hamas, which the LA Times calls an Islamic militant group. (laughs) Hamas is a group of terrorists. The LA Times says they're militants. They're not militants, okay? Are ISIS and Al-Qaeda militants? Come to think of it, maybe the LA Times would call ISIS militants, but they're not. They're terrorists. Is a serial killer a militant? But what's interesting here is is here, why are they doing this? Why is the Palestinian Authority going after Hamas? And the answer is 
folks, that's right. President Trump's influence. Once again, he is showing them that they've got to be tough on terror. Now, I don't know if this is good or bad, ultimately, for Israel, but I'm trying to show you the kind of clout when the media basically declares Trump incompetent. McCain says that Trump's a bad leader. The man puts pressure on these countries and they respond. They're intimidated by him. He tells Abbas, listen, I want you to crack down on terror. And now we hear that Abbas is cutting off electricity to Hamas. Now, that may not even make him very popular amongst his own people because his own people also want terrorism to just wreak havoc in Israel. Believe me, a lot of his people are supporters of Hamas. So we're going to see where all this goes. Now, back to Trump here for a moment. Uh, Paul Ryan calls Trump at Trump's actions inappropriate. Marco Rubio did a good job interrogating Comey. Not a terrific job, but a very good job. He calls Trump's actions inappropriate. We still don't know. Trump denies that he even told Comey that he hopes that he can let Mike Flynn go. So I, I, I don't believe, I believe Trump on this. Until somebody shows me evidence to the contrary, there's been so many false reports. And I don't trust Comey on this. Everybody assumes Comey's telling the truth. I don't. You know, Trump was right about... Uh, Comey assuring him three times that he wasn't under investigation, even though uh, the, the the media said can't be. He wouldn't have disclosed such information. Well, guess what? Comey admitted it. So I believe Trump on this until proven otherwise. But why are these politicians? And then, by the way, when Rubio defended Trump uh, and, and attacked Comey, he actually was under fire. He was attacked and vilified by the media saying, well, what's Rubio's ulterior motive he wants Trump to support his initiative on Cuba. He obviously is trying to cut a deal with Trump because it can't possibly be that Rubio looks at the facts and says, wow, this Trump guy did nothing wrong. There's no Russia collusion. This is a witch hunt. Rubio refused to call it a witch hunt, by the way. But still, you know, he defends Trump because it's the right thing to do. That's not possible. How could he? Rubio is too reasonable a guy. And everybody knows that, that Trump is dirty goods. Well, no, actually, Rubio is honest, and he recognizes the fact that this whole thing is completely concocted, fabricated, and there is zero evidence of any wrongdoing. Now, why are these Republicans throwing Trump under the bus? Why is Ryan criticizing Trump? Even Rubio, other Republicans, Mitch McConnell has criticized Trump, a lot of prominent Republicans. Very few have come to his defense. And even the ones who come to his defense still always throw in that little bit of criticism. Now, the answer is because these are establishment folks. This is very important, folks. These are establishment people. And Trump poses a big threat, not just now, but this is a threat to their future. This is a threat to the future of the establishment. Now, let me explain why. President Trump comes in before he's president, candidate Trump. And he, the media is against him. 16 candidates are basically bashing him in these debates. Even the conservative media, people like Megyn Kelly, bashing Trump, quasi-conservative. And Trump manages to overcome all those obstacles and beat Hillary Clinton in the Clinton machine. How did he do it? And the answer is he did it with tweets. Not just tweets, but that's symbolic. He did it by reaching out directly to the people. He did it by using modern technology, modern media, very, very smart, very savvy with it, and he spoke directly to the people saying, I hear you, and I feel your pain, and these folks in the swamp, they're not going to help you, but I will. And that message worked. 
That's a huge threat. And let me tell you why. Because that means the establishment loses all of its power. If anybody could come in, the establishment's power has come from the fact that they can control the narrative. They can control the media. They can control the message that gets heard by the people. And they always have because all the years there was no Twitter. There was no Internet. And it was pretty much newspapers and TV. And if you weren't part of the establishment, you just couldn't get that kind of attention. There was no Fox News. So the establishment right now is is in peril. You know, they're literally on the verge of becoming extinct and obsolete. That's pretty scary for them. Where, where's all their power going to go? So if they right now, now, now Trump's the president. Now Trump figured and Ivanka said on Fox that she figured once he becomes president, things will change. He's the president, for goodness sake. Show him a little respect. If they show him respect, then what they're showing is if you take on the establishment and you win, you become president, you get the power, then you know what? At that point... You are the most powerful man in the country, and that will encourage other people, and uh, that will give you enormous, enormous influence. So the, the, the establishment, Ryan and Rubio and others are saying to themselves, we can't let this guy Trump get his agenda pushed through. This is what's happening, folks. I'm telling you, they don't utter a word without like checking with six different strategists and focus groups, and yet Rubio's calling him inappropriate. Ryan's calling him inappropriate, even though he didn't do anything wrong. We don't even know if he said it. We don't even know if the memo exists. Nobody's, nobody's seen the memo. You see what's happening is it, does, it doesn't matter. They know that they've got to send a message to the next guy. All right, Trump's president. They're hoping he'll, they are secretly hoping he'll get impeached. I'm telling you, there are some Republicans who want the Democrats to take over in 2018. I really believe this so that they'll impeach Trump because the Republicans won't impeach him. But secretly, deep down, at least some of them want it. I really believe it. But they're saying to themselves, we've got to send a message. The next guy who thinks you could just go on Twitter and Facebook and just use social media, the Internet, to become the president or to become a senator or, 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 or to, to, to take control. That person has to understand that we're not going to support them even if they become president. We're not going to help them out with their agenda. We're, gonna, we're not going to help them defend them against the media and the liberals. We're going to make them suffer. We're going to make them pay. We're going to destroy them. We're going to destroy their family and destroy their lives. And that way, the next time, they're going to come through the swamp. They're going to come through the establishment and do this the way it's supposed to be done. It's really, really Scary stuff. I mean, it's it's and I, I'm telling you, think about what I'm saying because at first it sounds shocking, and it is shocking, but it happens to be a hundred percent true. Two more interesting bits of news. One is a program that President Trump is going to be initiating. They've announced nobody noticed that uh, they, they, to boost jobs, and that is apprenticeship. The government is going to. Uh, create apprenticeship programs. Now, basically, this is going to mean that people are going to come out of school and get a job as an apprentice. So they're going to learn a trade on the job. And it's not only going to be students, but even somebody who is uh, older, who loses their job and doesn't have any way of getting a new job, they're going to be able to become an apprentice. So what this does is this helps people get trained to do new jobs they wouldn't have done otherwise, but they're also getting paid to be trained, but they're willing to take a much lower salary, which is going to help businesses. It's a really, really great solution, and this could actually create millions of jobs, believe it or not. Why did Obama not do this? Well, it's so obvious, right? We'll get to that in a second. But believe it or not, there are millions of jobs available, and there are millions of people who are willing to work, but the problem is that they don't match. In other words, the people willing to work don't know how to do the jobs that are available. So they're saying, listen, we're going to create an apprenticeship 
where the company is going to pay these people a much lower salary, but they're going to train them. That training is obviously very valuable. Then, hopefully, if they work well, then they're going to stay on with this company. So it's a really brilliant idea to boost jobs. There are jobs available. There are people available. It's just a question of getting those people to be a fit for those jobs, right? Pretty simple equation. So we'll see what happens. That's President Trump. Of course, his TV show was The Apprentice. He knows a thing or two about this. But seriously, you know, this is a a business-minded plan. This is a strategy thought of by a businessman. President Obama didn't know the meaning of the word business. He was a community organizer. Now, but why really? Why did President Obama not spend time with this type of program? And there are a lot of programs like this that just practical. They're not going to cost a lot lot of money to the taxpayer, if any at all. And they're going to create jobs and help people feed their families, uh, especially working class and the people who are really struggling, middle class. Why, why, Why did Obama? Because Obama, very simple. Obama only did programs that somehow helped his agenda. This is not something which will benefit minorities, African-Americans. This is not something that will benefit the Muslim community. This is not something that will benefit the environment. This is just something that will help everybody equally. Obama didn't care about that. It didn't further, didn't advance his agenda. You know, and the one exception is maybe something like infrastructure. Obama spent a lot of money on infrastructure to create jobs. That, but that's different. See, there it was taxpayer dollars. See, Obama, one thing liberals love is they love any program where they can use taxpayer dollars. Remember Solyndra? Taxpayer dollars to somehow interfere with businesses. But other than that, if it doesn't advance their agenda and it's going to be privately funded and there are no taxpayer dollars being spent, well, what do we care? We we don't want to just help people for the sake of helping people. We need to somehow <laughs> destroy the country. That's how liberals view these things. All right, thank you all once again for being here on Politics Clear and Simple. We will see you next time.